So guess what? What? I don't know. Dave King Season 2. Welcome back to Pair of Kings, where we are bringing you business as usual, Tom Foolery as planned. My name is John Hogaboom, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Saul Thompson, as my chair creaks and I precariously, yep, all right, I'm going to lean into it. However, Saul Thompson here, as always, with my chair that I have yet to WD-40. Um, John, how are you doing this week? I'm doing all right. Um, let's see. What do we got going on this week? It's beautiful week here in in Michigan. It was like mm-hmm. it's been like floating around seventy two all week. Uh, Wednesday is Venus Williams' birthday, Kendrick Lamar's birthday, mm. and uh, no one else's birthday except I've for met mine. Venus Williams, <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Do tell. Let's start it right in, off. Um, let's see, Newark. Airport. I was coming back from Raleigh, North Carolina. That's awesome. Um, it was two in the morning, and I was with my dad. And he said, "Isn't that Venus Williams?" And I said, "Who's Venus Williams?" And he made me walk over and get her autograph. She was very nice, especially for it being two in the morning. Um, yeah. What a queen, Venus Williams. If you're listening, please come on the pod. We're birthday twins, June seventeenth. <laughs> yeah. John, do you have any big plans for your birthday? Um, let's see. We're going out to dinner for the first time in three months. The Hogboom mm-hmm. family will be uh, heading out to one of our favorite restaurants, Silver Beach Pizza, which was actually where I had my first job as a uh-huh. senior in high school. I worked as a buster there. And for reference, I think the longest wait I had ever seen was an 84 table wait. Um, it's a very popular restaurant. So, They've recently started taking reservations for their upper deck, which is 21 and over. So now that my brother's 21, we can we can reserve and then forget the hassle of having to wait around. But I'm excited for that. Their pizza is top notch, and uh, you know, I've got a birthday present from a dear podcast co-host of mine that'll get to open <laughs> as well. I had Saul, nice boy, alert, uh, got me a present. I can't wait to see what it is, uh, and my. My uh, my plans for the birthday, I need to take a Fitbit. So mm. if I don't update my Instagram on June 17th, 2020, let me know in the in the comments of my previous posts or DM Pair of Kings. Tell them, John, you need to upload something. I'll I'll lead that uprising. Please do, because it's yep. it's time. Like it's been it's been a really long time since February. So, but you know, what can you do? Saul, let's start this pot off strong. Can we get a fit check? Absolutely. Uh, John, huge news. Huge. I'm wearing shoes. What? Yeah. Crazy. Um, today I have on a pair of undercover underman sandals. Uh, they are strappy. Uh, these will be my fishing shoes. I got them for like 20 something dollars. Nice. Grailed. Um, they are good quality. I had a pair before. Uh, I lent them to my mother, and she lost them. So I got another pair. Um, I don't know how I got them for such a low price. It was one of those things where I messaged the seller because my offering was too low to be offered as a binding offer, <laughs> uh, and he accepted it. So uh, that was cool. 
It's uh, the good karma of you exactly. losing your previous pair. Yeah. Uh, on the legs, I have uh, the Studio Dartisan 40th Anniversary uh, Gold Selvage Denim. Uh, now with the welcome addition of a bunch of my little Dashund uh, Leopold's hair. Uh, oh, nice. Driving with him in the car. So he, it's now fully accented with, with Leo hair. And then up top, um, I have a um, black T-shirt from a coffee uh, bus that is on Yale's campus called the Jitterbus. Okay. Um, and it has a mug with like a skull in it that says coffee. And then on the back, it has a bunch of people um, getting coffee beans um, nice. and bringing them up to like a big container of coffee beans. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the last time I had a coffee. It's been, I'm, a big, uh, I'm a big decaf guy, but I yeah. really try and stay away from caffeinated coffee. I, I don't do a lot of caffeine anymore. Yeah. yeah. I never I'm got very, really into it, but I'm thankful that I've never really needed it. Once I'm in a while. I'm really susceptible to, to caffeine. Okay. Uh, I go through really bad withdrawals when I stop. Oh, yeah. So we, we definitely want to stay away from that. Mm-hmm. But good fit. Good fit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What about you, John? What are you on? What else put the pod and stocks on foot? Um, I actually went a day without wearing them, which was very <gasps> rare. How could uh, you? <laughs> I, was, I was chatting with the homies in the Discord on, I believe, Saturday night. Or at least it was Saturday, excuse me, Saturday night, uh, our time in the eastern mm-hmm. part of the U.S. And then I left them under my desk and just kind of went about my day on Sunday without putting them on. So oh. they they got a rare day of rest from me wearing them. So, but, you know, got to feel what walking around in bare feet was like, which is <laughs> different. Um, mm. Probably stretched my feet out a full size just from sitting on the ground but yeah they're back on and they're feeling good uh on the legs what else but the purple patagonia baggies uh they've become my go-to shorts despite mm-hmm. my my eternal love for my acg shorts uh, i've been really rocking with the the baggies all summer super comfortable short uh, i just wish they had a zipper pocket version that would really be mm. the perfect short but a boy can security. dream yeah ever since uh I was in eighth grade, and we went to Six Flags on a sort Uh-oh. of graduation field trip. On the second ride, my phone oh. and my wallet came oh. out. And thankfully, my wallet stuck in like the back of the seat without falling out, but the phone was gone. However, I filed a report, and like three weeks later, it showed up at my house. And by then, I had actually broken the replacement phone, so I used oh. my phone that fell out of a roller coaster for like the next year and a half until that contract was up. Did it? Uh, did you change the ringtone to the Six Flags theme? I did not. I don't know if that phone was capable of changing the ringtone <laughs> to the Six theme. I was in eighth grade. <laughs> I remember I had. I'll, I'll go on a quick tangent. Uh, in middle oh, school, I had this this flip phone that also was uh like you could slide it or flip it Ooh. um i forget the name it was like the lg chocolate or something mine was, was the dumb. lg neon shout out lg phones in big Milk. shouts to lg however you couldn't put songs in your phone but what you could do was record voice memos of 29 seconds or shorter and mm. i would take my favorite songs and record them 29 seconds <laughs> at a time through like the horrendous microphone and then play them out through the horrendous speakers so like and... move along by the all-american rejects 
I you're not wrong. It was like move along. I love that song. Uh, and then all the songs that I pirated off of like LimeWire. Oh man, I've actually never used LimeWire. I had always just heard really? about it, and I heard it just destroyed your computer. So, yeah, young young John was particularly afraid. Uh, but <laughs> that's, wow, that is, that's iconic. Yeah, yeah, nice guy, John. Um, but yeah, we got the baggies with an amazing story tangent to go with from both kings. Some would say a pair of kings. And then on top, we have a Supreme shirt. It is called the Remember Your Friends Tee, I believe. It's got a picture of a Cocker Spaniel. And it says Supreme on top. And underneath the picture of the Cocker Spaniel, it says Remember Your Friends. And it is a black and white photo. It's a black T-shirt. And a rare appearance, a fourth John, if you will, folks. Uh, I'm wearing a hat. wearing a hat today. I'm wearing a khaki colored baseball cap with the nasa logo embroidered on the front i've had this hat since my sophomore year to my head and i embroidered a smiley face on the side myself and i embroidered my initials on the adjusting thing on the back that's pretty cool you did you hand embroider it or did you Mm -hmm. take it to like oh wow yeah, it's like just a linear smiley face and a linear JH, but yeah, you know, just took a needle and thread and made it happen. Damn. Designer. Big fits. Yep. Yeah. I so was going to say, your NASA hat reminded me, uh, a member of the Discord, I forget who, has a vintage NASA yes. mission control. I forget who it, uh, who it is. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm forgetting. Skipping my mind as well, but shout out to you, King. For your yeah, for your excellent hat. It was it was a real one too. I believe his mm-hmm. uncle or his grandfather uh, worked for NASA and ended up passing down the hat. Very cool. Mm-hmm. However, that is the fit check complete. Bang. So it's all thank you for for tuning in. To such a amazing outfit rundown. Um, <laughs> moving into some fashion news, which we have rare huge. Rare moment. Actually, I think we're on a three or four week streak of having news. Mm-hmm. So something like that. The Earth is healing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> big news. Uh, Matthew M. Williams is headed to Givenchy as their new creative director. Mm-hmm. So get ready for a lot of buckles on graph T-shirts. Yay! It's gonna be crazy. But yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Um, I think. Matthew is cool. I like Aleeks. I like the the Chelsea boots with the big chunky sole that you can remove. I think those are really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the. I think if the buckle thing is used properly, it can be done really well. And I mm-hmm. like the buckles he did for Dior as well. I thought those were really cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with Givenchy. Um, that's a brand I'm not super familiar with, just as a whole. Uh, outside of like the famous graphic t-shirts and stuff like that but uh i'm excited to see what's coming out of that we've got a lot of churn right now in the fashion world i mean dating all the way back to virgil joining louis vuitton but now you have uh raf going to prada matthew going to Givenchy, uh kim jones is at dior so there's a lot of shift right now but it's all seemed to be pretty good so far mm-hmm. so what do you um, think about i uh i'm interested to see what happens that's all i'm gonna say i think that the 
the buckles of Alix um, are interesting. They're not kind of my favorite thing. Um, I don't know how he's going to transition into women's wear, especially the historical women's wear of okay, Givenchy, yeah. um, which they're really known for. I think he's very much known for men's kind of like tech wear almost. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to like put him in a yeah. box, but Alix seems um, tech wear esque. But Givenchy is very like if you go back and look at their old like women's wear, you know, it's like gala dresses and cocktail mm-hmm. dresses um, that are kind of brightly patterned. Um, I I'd love to see honestly a revival of uh, coat belts with the A League's buckle, but with classical Givenchy cuts, so like a little bit blockier. So like Ooh. older, like 60 or 70s kind of, you know, like shoulder pads, um, not super like form revealing, just kind of like mm-hmm. blocky and and heavy, but with like cinched waists, waists excuse me, uh, with the A-Leaks buckle. That's what I'd really like to see, especially for women, because you're kind of updating an old silhouette um, yeah. and kind of referring oh, to, to see the that. history. Um, Absolutely. I really hope he doesn't just do like, Look, it's the Rottweiler, but uh, there's also a buckle. Like, you know, like I don't know. I, I want to see some some reference to see some real creativity. Givenchy. Yeah, I want to see reintegration of old Givenchy stuff. Um, I I don't know that much about MMW's catalog outside of Alix, like you know his own mm-hmm. personal designs, um, but. I think he seems to specialize most kind of in shoes and in jackets. I'm interested yeah. to see what he does well, with like is his brand he started, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm aware of yeah. that. I'm sorry. I meant okay. just like what I've seen from Alix. Oh, I guess okay. belts I guess too, but like um I'm really interested to see what he does with coats, especially women's stuff in particular. Um, and I'd really like to see him branch off into like hats because I think Givenchy was really known for their yeah. hats, if I remember correctly, like with big either like scarves or like buckles or yeah, whatever yeah. it may be. Um, he did a uh, buckle beret for a leaks, and that was pretty cool. I saw that. That was actually really, really cool. Um, big flames. Um, yeah. But Saul, let's just hope he doesn't buckle under the pressure. Oh, boo. <laughs> horrible <laughs> come on i'll put some cricket sound effects in just kidding that'd be too hard but yeah uh matthew we we wish you the best uh send us some free stuff and we will talk about you more on the pod yeah i don't know i really want to see old evening dresses because there were a lot of old starlets and movie stars that wore Givenchy stuff this is like mm-hmm. my only like crazy knowledge of of the place um but i believe they went modern with alexander mcqueen there um and he made some really kind of like out there stuff um and it was met with very not nice reception from critics I, i'm trying to put it as lightly as possible was um, it ahead of its time or was uh, it just sort of yeah if you look back it's a lot of like metal plating it's kind of like flowy it's it's weird um okay. if you look at naomi campbell Givenchy, um like she was kind of like the it girl for mm-hmm. um 
I don't know. I I think it's hard for predominantly male-facing designers to transition to women's wear, but he's got such a strong backlog of things that Givenchy's already done. Yeah. Um, I just want to see him use it. I don't want to see yeah, take it seriously. Just women's wear. I want to see Givenchy women's wear through the eyes of MMW. Creatively directed by Matthew Williams. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we won't see any pieces coming out of that for probably a year or so. But yeah. the, the news is here, and uh, the pressure's on, Matthew. <laughs> Not going to say the joke again, but just insert it in your heads. Um, moving on to releases this week, we've got a couple. Uh, nothing nothing too ground-shattering, but uh, there's some good stuff. Today, there was a couple releases. Uh, LeBron Low Tops, uh, his, his new shoe, the LeBron 17. Uh, really interesting shoe. It's a women's model called the Air Max 270XX. Mm. Really, really cool looking runner. Uh, very futuristic. If they're in bigger sizes, I'd definitely be looking after a pair. Um, some Air Forces, some Air Max 90s in a cool orange camo. Uh, some snakeskin blazers. We all know I'm a big fan of snakeskin and blazers. Uh, we've got Saul's favorite shoe coming out on the 17th, the Adidas Climacool Vento. We've got the, uh, the the new Nike Mag, the Adapt Auto Lace or the Adapt Auto Max. There's a new colorway of that coming out. <clears throat> There's a couple Reebok Question Lows, an Air Max 90 chain pack, which has like a Cuban link chain on the laces, kind of reminiscent of what Comme des Garcons did with the Nike Shocks, uh, I believe late 2018 or early 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the Be True pack coming out this week, I believe, as well. That might have been pushed back. I'm not positive. But that is the uh, Nike's Pride pack for June. There's a, an Air Max 2090, an ACG Deschutes sandal, and a Zoom Pegasus 37, as well as, I believe, an Air Force One. Uh, that's a really nice-looking pack. Uh, they incorporate the rainbow spectrum of color onto those, and they're for a good cause as well. Mm-hmm. Additionally, we have some Adidas 4D ZX sneakers, a Reebok Kamikaze 2, a Brain Dead collab with Reebok, which is the classic leather. They've got like weird fuzzy laces on them. Not crazy about those, but Brain Dead usually does pretty good work. Uh, new model from Nike, the Air Zoom Type. And rounding it out, there is a base pack from nike there's the supernova 2020 pack which includes an air max 270 air max 90 and air max plus cool and also there's some 327s coming out from new balance which is the cool new sneaker of the year the one that everybody seems to love myself the 327s yeah those are those are super hyped up right now all the colorways are just flying off the shelves i haven't been able to get a pair yet like i've tried to but have been able to lock one down. Damn. Yes, indeed. But yeah, there's some good stuff. A lot of a lot of sneakers continuing to release. But you know, get them if you like them. That's that's what we always say here at Pair of Kings. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's time for some meat and potatoes. I'm hungry, John. I hope you are, because we've got 28 questions today. 
Shout out to the kings and queens in the audience continuing to ask such excellent questions. Um, we've sort of pivoted away from the initial idea of this podcast, which was specifically fashion news and fashion topics, and we've moved mm-hmm. more into half of it is interviewing the hosts, which is a ton of fun. I mean, when the when it's been directed towards us, it's been really interesting, and uh, <laughs> we're really thankful that everyone continues to ask these questions because we have a blast answering them. Yeah. Could you imagine the original idea for the podcast? We'd be probably wrapping it up. We'd probably go more in depth into everything, but we'd be. Mm-hmm. Gosh, yeah. yeah. We're at 28 minutes right now of this recording. I think it's about 20 minutes of what you guys are listening to. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it'd be be hard to fill the, the hours and hours of space <laughs> we do every week. I'd have saved a lot of money on our Buzzsprout account. That's for sure. It's true. That is very, very true. So, John. So, Saul. Last thing. Directly in. Get your, your fork and knife ready. Put the napkin in the lap. Fill up your, your glass of water. I'm a big water guy. Let's get into these questions. Uh, yes, first question comes from Instagram user Fit God. Edit God, too. Uh, at young underscore def. That is Y-U-N-G mm-hmm. underscore D-E-A-F. Shout out, uh, Ben. He asks. The term fashion is cyclical is entirely brought up in fashion as a whole. Do you think that this is true or partially? Is it more about using history as an inspiration or simply reintroducing older designs? This is a great question, first of all. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ben, a.k.a. Young Def. I had the pleasure of speaking to him for the first time on the Discord this past weekend. Super oh, cool guy. I'm sad and I missed that. Absolute fit god on Instagram. Um this is a good question. I do think it's more based on the inspiration rather than just completely reintroducing mm-hmm. new designs. Um, because you'll see those references used throughout new collections. Uh, you'll say, oh, this is very like 70s inspired, 80s inspired, 90s inspired, rather than just completely re releasing, like we aren't seeing full leisure suits and velvet bell bottoms and stuff as much as. Maybe that'd be cool if that just took Mm. over the fashion space right now. (laughs) But you'll see like flared pants in a modern fabric or maybe a leisure suit-esque suit, but it's more of a modern cut. So they're they're referencing older items, but they are breathing new life into them by giving them modern details and uh, modern – modern build, modern technology, modern everything. But I do – think that fashion is cyclical because like we'll we'll fall into trends and things like that and then they'll go away come back the most noticeable in my opinion is pant width like skinny jeans Mm. back to wide jeans back to skinny jeans back to wide jeans it seems like a never-ending cycle um but yeah it is interesting to look at that i think in some spaces, it's just reintroducing older designs, but mostly it is just referencing. How about you, Saul? Uh, I definitely agree, but I also want to say that I think that probably since the 50s or 60s, each decade of fashion has had a very specific look, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily predicated on what the fashion houses are putting out. It's predicated on what has become popular. What um, people are wearing, through- yeah. Yeah, through different things like music or the club scene is a big one. Uh, art, just kind of pop culture in general. Um, and and I think that, of course, yeah. So 20, 
20 and I guess the the decade of 2020 decade of pair of kings being the greatest podcast of the decade um (laughs) (laughs) um I think that fashion is very self-referential in what it takes inspiration from but that's not necessarily what gains popularity and defines what is popular um if my logic kind of makes sense Um, it does And the thing that I am personally really interested to see is what will happen when stuff from the early 2000s, which is kind of, I don't want to say it too severely, but it's kind of like gross, right? It's like the the crop top BB, um, that's B-E-B-E. Yeah. Uh, like what uh, uh like rhinestone stuff right like that mm-hmm. was super popular you have the i'm just trying to think about what was popular the jeans with like the studs everywhere uh like the jersey shore look like you know stuff like that was was super popular um and i'm interested to see how it gets updated mm-hmm. um and i think that that's kind of the key term that fashion looks at it's not repeating it's updating, it's updating. and recontextualizing yeah. referencing um, and all mm-hmm. that jazz and then kind of i guess finally and i i'll turn this over to john i heard you start to say something but i think that um it is about what preferences are rather than what is being put out because you know you still have like today like uh the yeezy was like a distinctive shoe of like late 2010s right mm-hmm. um but now, you know, they're being put out so much and maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't think it's that outlandish to say that not a lot of people are paying attention to Yeezys anymore. Well, they're still selling out. They're just not totally enveloping uh, sneaker culture like they were. Like they're yeah. still – they still have a big pillar of of sneakers under, mm-hmm. their, under their command, so to speak, but uh, they aren't running the show as much yeah, as they yeah, were in 2016, sure. 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, this is this is a good one to do more of a deep dive into. I'd like to maybe in the future do just an episode based on different cycles, so to speak, like different references and mm-hmm. where they've where they've popped up throughout history. Bring back bring back bell bottoms. That's all I got to say. Bring back flared pants. Dude, it's time. John and I are both big fans of flared pants ah they're so crazy they look awesome they're awesome Ugh. that's all i want that's all i want to wear yeah so thank you ben great way to start the meat and potatoes portion mm-hmm. uh additionally a second question from ben who is at young underscore def on instagram kiss mary kill geo baskets ramones dunks okay uh, I got my answer. You have yours? Yeah, throw it out there. Um, kiss Geos, Mary Dunks, Kill Ramones. I think that I am looking at variety. If I have to yeah. marry a pair of shoes, there's just so many Dunks. Um, there are not as many Geos and then not as many Geo Basque. Or, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. There are the most amount of Dunks followed by geo baskets followed by ramones um and i think that you get bored very easily if you chose to marry ramones mm-hmm. i'm in a very similar boat i didn't know if he meant rick dunks or nike dunks oh okay i thought i read I, it I as rick nike dunks. dunks okay oh, i assumed rick dunks because okay. the other two were rick yep yep, but, yep yep so my my answer depends on if it's rick or nike if it's nike dunks i'm marrying dunks 
kissing Geos and killing Ramones. But mm-hmm. if it's Rick Dunks, I'm kissing Dunks, marrying Geos, killing Ramones. Regardless, I'm killing Ramones. Uh, they're a great sneaker, but um, you know, if if I have the other two, they're just such creative silhouettes that the Ramon ends up being the odd one out in the fact that mm-hmm. it's more of a toned down. I don't want to say basic because of course it's not a basic silhouette, but it is the quietest of the three for sure. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Good question though. Definitely want to think about at home. What would you do folks? Um, another interesting question coming down the line from uh, discord user chair. <laughs> <laughs> How upset would you be if you were shot? Uh, it depends on where. I've like, got eight words for you, John. Let's hear it. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> yeah, it'd probably be about my reaction. If I could utter the words, I think that would be what I would go with. If I am dead, then I'm dead. Yeah, it would It'd be rough. Um, I'd prefer not to die, of course. Yeah. But, I mean, if it was if my pinky toe got shot off, I'd be kind of – I mean, I'd be mad. But I wouldn't be nearly as mad as if like it was in the leg or something. I'm freaking have, myself out already. I have horrible like, pinky toes. I think I'm I'd a, be appreciative. I'm a paranoid person, so I'm I'm freaking myself out already talking about this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd be upset. <laughs> Thank you, chair. <laughs> um, moving down the list, banger question coming down the line, folks, from uh good friend of the pod, Billy Rushman. That's Billy underscore rushman r-u-s-h-m-a-n optimal lawn mowing shoe and i want to shout out billy as well he was he was in the discord on saturday and we we had a fun chat with all the homies um billy's a super cool guy so saul what is your optimal lawn mowing shoe it is the classic dad shoe the new balance 608 have you mowed a lawn in 608s i have not However, I've mowed a lawn, and let me tell you, it would be much nicer if I had 608s on. Okay. All right. See, I actually have like a legit shoe I mow my lawn in. Oh, let's hear it. It is a pair. It, it didn't end up being chosen specifically to mow, but now that I mow in it, I wouldn't really want to mow in anything else. It is a pair of the Nike Free... Mercurial, Mercurial, excuse me, Superfly. It's a fly knit mid cut shoe. Uh, it's like a indoor soccer, or it's like it's not indoor soccer. It's like a soccer boot that they put a Nike free outsole on. Okay, really cool looking shoe. But let me tell you why it's a great lawn mowing shoe. First Hit of me. all, the Nike free outsole is flexible. It's comfortable. It moves Mm. with your foot. If you need Mm. to make any sharp turns, if you see a patch of tall grass growing on the side of the tree, Mm. boom, angle the mower, you're good to go. It's got the mid-cut ankle, so grass clippings aren't going to be flying into your shoes mm. and it grips your ankle it's the it's the knitted ankle so it's like a sock upper oh, okay very breathable and grips your ankles so stuff isn't going to be flying in there additionally you look stylish um i you know i don't know my particular times but i would guess i've set my my mowing record in those shoes as far as time goes and uh yeah they they've been worn a lot around campus my sophomore year and now they've retired to my lawn mowing shoes great pair of shoes if uh if anyone has those they were they're one of my favorite shoes of my time in college for sure 
When are you going to do a mowing the lawn speed run? I actually used to time myself as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Not for like the whole lawn, but like for certain sections, I'd see what I could get out to. Was this like a was this like a best composite run type of thing? Like, would you would you segment out your splits? <laughs> yeah, my lawn mowing any percent. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's you know mm. now that I listen to music, I kind of zone out while yeah. I mow. Like I didn't used to have. I mean, I was in seventh grade. I hadn't made the connection in my head yet to wear headphones while I mow and listen to music, <laughs> but. Um, now I just pop the Bluetooth earbuds in and mm. throw on what have you and just yeah. zone out and enjoy a nice mo. But that's a great question, Billy, because the your lawn mowing shoe is uh, is very important because you're going to be walking around quite a bit if you have a push mower. But if you have a riding sure. mower, mowing whatever doesn't even matter. You gotta you gotta look drippy if you're on the riding mower. Yeah, you gotta get fresh. I'm expecting just pure <laughs> pure drip. You know, something that shouldn't even be touching the ground. Just an all time grail. Yeah. So our next question coming from good friend of the pod. Uh, I believe they've asked questions uh, in the last bunch of episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. It comes from at Samas Samism. Well, this is Discord, Samism? homie. I don't know Sam's real yeah. Instagram. Exactly. I'm just trying to get the pronunciation correct. Because mm-hmm. uh, we always tell the Discord friends to put their Instagram at so we can shout them out and then everyone forgets. So it's yeah. all good, though. Shout out Sam. He was also in the in the Discord chat on Saturday. So got mm-hmm. to meet a bunch of new homies. I'm so sad I missed that. Yeah, it was a banger. I was having a good time, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sam asked, favorite pods aside from Pair of Kings? This is a good question because this is kind of a surprise, but there are other podcasts in the world. I actually didn't. What? I was I was not aware of that. Um, there are, in fact, other podcasts I feel cheated and lied to. I mm. thought really we were the only one. Yeah. But um, my, my favorite podcast besides my own, um, well, not my own, mine and Saul's, Oh. is a podcast known as Throwing Fits, formerly Failing Upwards. Ugh. I know, Saul sees them as our competition, but I see them as our friends. <laughs> Shout out Jimmy and Larry. You guys are great. Um, you know, they're they're super nice guys. I've talked to James a decent amount, and uh, they seem like really cool guys. They have a great podcast. It's different than ours, just in the energy level and like what in particular they talk about but they do a really mm-hmm. good job and yeah i just want to see them thrive so shout out tf um another podcast i've listened to from time to time is the Dropcast. that is through high society mm. uh that one's more news based in fashion uh still very well done and a third one i enjoy is blamo which is um one of Lawrence's friends from Failing Upwards, I believe his name is Jeremy Kirkland. Okay, and uh, that's a that's another fashion podcast. It's really well done. So, as you can tell, I only listen to fashion pods, but uh, you know they are what I, it's what I'm interested in. So mm-hmm. it's what I'm going to listen to. How about you, Saul? Uh, I've got a couple. Um, my first is my dad wrote a porno. Um, it is exactly what it sounds like. This guy's father. Um, began to write pornographic novels, I guess, um, under the name Rocky 
something um and three comedians read it out uh one of which is the guy's son um the other two are hysterical i don't know if you're familiar with british humor but one of them is alice levine who is a uh like a radio show host um she's hysterical um and it is disgusting it's funny it's poorly written um sounds just like pair of kings exactly disgusting Um, funny and poorly written Exactly. Um, that is genuinely one of the, the funniest things I listen to. Like it, it constantly has me in, in close to tears. Um, <laughs> it's just it's it's just I, I'll go into it just a little bit. It's just what you would imagine somebody who has never had sex but exclusively watches porn to think sex is like. Uh, it's okay. it's it's so funny. Like do yourself a favor. Check it out. Um, oh, my God. Um, so that's one. Um, and then a second that I will recommend is uh, Critical Role, which is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast done by nice. a group of seven very famous and very talented voice actors. Um, it is really well done. The story is incredible. There's like a million episodes, um, so you'll never really get tired. Um, definitely check that out if you are a fan or not of Dungeons and Dragons. Nice. Look at us. We know other podcasts. Yeah. I'm so proud. That being said, I will destroy all of them. <laughs> I will surpass all of them. <laughs> I have to. It's my duty. Thank you, Sam. That's a great question. Fantastic Humbled question. us. We had to admit that other <laughs> podcasts exist. Uh, moving down the list of questions, great friend of the pod, uh, Gustav. His Instagram is gustavgu.jpg. And he asks, if you guys could live inside a movie, which would you choose? P.S. Stay drained. So shout out to all the drainers out there. Hope you're all enjoying the new season two intro. Thanks, Blade, once again for letting us get a feature in on that. What a guy. Saul, what movie would you like to live inside? Gosh, um, it's tough. Um, Because there are some that I would like to live in, but. I also have to realize that I probably wouldn't be a main character, um, mm-hmm. which would be upsetting. Uh, God, um, I would probably say, and I'm assuming that this is all, um, I don't want to say like real life movies, but all live action. Oh, I was not going live action. Oh, okay. That's just how I read it and what I okay. decided to answer. You don't have to, to copy. Um, however... I would probably say maybe Lord of the Rings. I just think it'd be really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big high fantasy nerd, so I think it'd be a fun time. Yeah, I think um, Scott Pilgrim would be really cool. Mm, true. It'd be a fun one. Um, I think of anything Studio Ghibli would be mm. just so beautiful to <laughs> be an anime king, finally. I just sleep all day. <laughs> in the beautiful grass fields with exactly yeah forest creatures who are giving you magic powers <laughs> yeah i think that's probably that's probably my number one like mm-hmm. specifically like kiki's delivery service i think would be really cool to live in um but that's a great question thank you gustav big big shout out to you Saul. what do we got next yeah so a uh, very good friend of the pod kevin hart aka at dominic dx Choi. Uh, fit god owner of the third pair of kings shirt 
Exclusive. Um, Very exclusive. Asks, have you ever loved a shoe that everyone around you couldn't? Do you know the disapproval of something for which you yearn? (laughs) Beautifully written. Thank you, Dom. Um, I actually do have a shoe that everyone seems to hate that I really like. Uh, They are the Nike A Cold Wall Romero 5. The ones with Mm. the big block on the back. They've got like a big geometric chunk on the back of them. Um, It's just like a mid to late 2000s runner that Samuel Ross decided to put a big old thing on the back of. It's like a rubberized piece of plastic. I think they're really cool. Uh, I have a pair and I really enjoy wearing them, but Mm. I've never gotten a compliment on them. Only like literally like what are those? But they're, they're that kind of shoe. They are a they're like a loud, subtle shoe because the color blocking is very quiet, but the geometry of the shoe is very loud. Mm, fair. How about you, Saul? Um, I maybe not currently. People are hating on them, but um, I guess my my shoe that I really, really want I don't own, but I really want um, are the Vetmont platform boots. Um, they are men's. Uh, but I feel like there is a stigma against wearing heels or platform shoes as a man, mm-hmm. uh, which is saddening. Um, and I wish it wasn't the case. However, it is. Um, that is the society in which we live. Um, and maybe one day I will decide to have the confidence to buy them um, and rock some some platform boots. Um, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I, I love wearing a little bit of heel. I've got my RAF Calvin boots that have a relatively small heel, but still more than I'm used to, and I love wearing those. The The confidence <laughs> boost is huge. These are uh, a lot of heel. I think yeah. it's something like five and a half inch heel. Yeah, that's, that's a different <laughs> story. I mean, I'd love to try it, but I think I'd just be so clumsy. But I'd, I'd I've get walked fits in off, heels like, before. So have I. I was Hannah Montana in for Halloween oh. in sixth grade. Interesting. In yeah. sixth grade. Sixth grade. Was somebody with you, Miley Cyrus? No. Oh, okay. I just went I went full Hannah Montana. It was awesome. King mode. Um but yeah, that's a that's hopefully a wave in the future is the mm-hmm. the normalization of that. Um good question, Dom. Great question. Um, I ask you, what's a shoe that you have loved that everyone around you couldn't? Mm. You can't answer that right now, but you'll probably text us later when you listen to this. Maybe, and this is live pod brainstorming, but maybe we should throw questions like this on the story um, and see what people come back with. I would like to do that. So hold us to that, folks. If we don't do that, yell at us or send (laughs) us a DM of just 100 frowny faces. I don't, I don't do well sad. with yelling, but give me a hug, sit me down, and say, hey, listen, Saul, you forgot to do this. It's not a reflection of you as a person, but I'm disappointed. Yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> Moving down the list, a uh, great friend of the podcast, Sebastian. His Instagram is Sebastian underscore M underscore B, and he asks... How do you think brands can correctly go about addressing the current police brutality and human rights issues? 
seems like they can't win with the way our current society reacts to things. Um, this is a good question. I think that they can, in fact, win if they just stand up for what's right. You know, yeah. we've seen we've seen a lot of brands take a very powerful stance supporting the Black Lives Matter movement and the oppressed people in America and around the world right now. And I think, in my mind, they are winning. You know, they are, whether it be donating for what's right or just spreading the word and using their voice uh, to to alert the people that there is a problem right now that needs to be addressed and yeah. using the voice that they have to address that problem the best way they can. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, though, um, words only do so much. And mm-hmm. there are brands that have a history of um, racial injustice and maybe the way that they hire hire people, uh, treat people, you know, how they run their like influencer programs, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, words will only get you so far and actions such as donating or actually making lasting changes um, mm-hmm. will do, you know, so much more for the, you know, the, the movements that they're looking to uh, for lack of a better term, it makes like it real. On yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Makes it real. Um, you know, diversify yeah. their employee base and their model base, mm-hmm. and uh, just make it a more inclusive environment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a very good question, Sebastian, because this stuff continues to be a huge, huge problem in the world, uh, as we've seen resurface, uh, especially in the in the recent weeks. And we just here at Pair of Kings, we are. Just trying to spread the word for justice in the world. Mm-hmm. But, I'm right there with you. And now, on the other side of things, Sebastian has asked us a second question. <laughs> Saul, <laughs> what is your favorite candy? Uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups or 100 Grands? Ooh, very nice. Oh, I think 100 nice. Grands are hyper slept on. So slept on. For... Anyone who hasn't had one or people in other countries, at least start by looking them up. They're like a – my mouth is watering just thinking about them. They are <laughs> a chocolate-surrounded puffed rice coating caramel bar. Like oh, just pure good stuff. So good. They go crazy. Yeah. Like – and they always seem to be so slept on. Like they'll be sitting at mm. the bottom of the candy ball on Halloween. Yes, please. I'll eat 20 <sighs> dummies. People are dummies. Yeah. I always have a really hard time deciding my favorite candy. Um, my mom mm. actually makes a cinnamon candy. It's uh, she uses like cinnamon oil and basically just melts down sugar and corn syrup and puts it in. It's super, super hot, especially if you get a piece that like more oil got spread to because mm. it's like pure cinnamon extract. It's like yeah. just – flames in a jar but it's so (laughs) good i love like spicy food so Mm -hmm. it's seriously addicting and she covers it in powdered sugar and like cracks it with a hammer and just puts it in a bowl and it's usually gone within like two or three days that sounds delicious i love cinnamon as well oh my gosh it's so good um and a weird sleeper pick that I recently had my first mm. one, like a super long time. I hadn't had them since probably like high school at the at the latest was Smarties. And I hadn't had a Smartie oh. in so long and it just brought me back. Yeah. 
Also, Tootsie Pops. Tootsie Pops are majorly slept on. Uh, I don't oh, know. I think I waxy, the waxy chocolate is is overrated. Like, oh, if I'm going to go for chocolate, yeah. Waxy? They're chewy. No, they're waxy. Hershey's they're waxy. waxy. Hershey sucks. Uh, I can't hate. I just love candy in general. I'm not a big candy guy. I've, I've like, grown into it. Like, I didn't... Okay. I mean, I've always... I mean, I've always enjoyed candy, of course, but... More recently, I've like been more into candy than I was before. I feel like interesting. Okay, shout out candy. <laughs> Come on the pod. <laughs> Let's get a sour patch kid on the pod. Uh, will will they be sour or sweet? Who's to say? Only one way to find out. Um, Only one way. <laughs> so. Uh... Moving on, uh, Instagram user at kicker, K-I-C-K-E-R dot Tim, T-I-M, asks, favorite Yay album? I think we've spoken about this before, but it's a good one to rehash because my favorite Kanye album changes all the time. Um, I think right now it might be Yeezus. Really? I've been listening to a good amount of Yeezus lately and... It's, you know, it's a spicy pick, but it is such a good album. It's great workout music, too. If you don't, if you haven't worked out to Yeezus yet, highly recommend. Um, my brother actually gave me that suggestion. Um, mm. Yeah, it goes crazy. Um, I think Life of Pablo's always super slept on because it's later in Kanye's career. I think it's uh, definitely ahead of its time. So is Yeezus, but... Pablo's a really interesting turn in the musical career of Kanye. Mm. My favorite, like, classic Kanye album, probably MBDTF. Mm -hmm. I agree. How about you? Uh, I would probably throw in Graduation. Um, yeah, I mean, Graduation is such a classic. It's hard, it's hard to pick one. Like, mm -hmm. Kanye's got such a well... Or, excuse me, such a wide discography that it's hard to really nail down just one album, but there's, you know, mine, mine changes all the time. Mm -hmm. As it should. As it should. <laughs> yeah. Um, good answers. Uh, next question coming from Instagram user at Nick Gray is back. Um, He's he asks, back folks. He is back. I didn't know he left, but he is most certainly back. Um, he asks, favorite Rick piece? Uh, mine are the, this is funny because I said I'd kill the Ramones earlier, but it's the Vomit <laughs> Ramones, which sound disgusting, oh. but they are like a bleach drip Ramone. Uh, it's a maroon base with like a cream white color drip. They're so cool looking. Um, mm. I came close to pulling the trigger on a pair, but I decided not to. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, if I ever find a used pair... In my size, I'll, I'll for sure scoop those. Great show. Uh, really interesting uh, color scheme. And I think it's really wearable as well. How about you, Saul? Uh, I think it's the Rick Owens My Little Pony plushes. Oh, um, they're really cool. Unknown. Unknown yeah, they're release. very dark. And they're very... They, real. they were made for a good cause, which makes me like them even more. Mm -hmm. That's a good pick. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Ugh. I'm glad you're back. Yeah. Moving down the list, uh, 
the big homie of the pod, Darius, Darius, Darius dot haft seven on Instagram. Three questions as per usual from this king. Uh, I get to read all three because we have the initial after each question on our Google Doc. <laughs> First question from him is, would y'all ever try hooping in some geo baskets? Of course I would. That'd be mm-hmm. that'd fire. My gosh. If they're like, if they still have grip on the bottom and I'm not going to blow my knee out just from <laughs> my first jab step. I would absolutely play basketball in some geos. I might be a little slower, but my defensive stance, like, man, I'd be like a brick wall out there. Are you kidding you'd me? You'd be a tank. Yeah, Setting exactly. screens, like you'd knock someone over. <laughs> you'd be like James Harden, like yeah. underratedly solid. Yeah, just or like season seven Mac and always sunny. Just try and move <laughs> me, bro. Try and push me, bro. Cultivated mass. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be a oh, mix of God. James Harden and Mac while rocking Geos and <laughs> scoring maybe four points. Uh, put up the uh, the Tony Snell numbers, the zero 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 thirty one. He's just running his running. Shout to out his Tony eyes. Snell. Tony Snell <laughs> is a king. Great basketball player. Just had yeah. an unfortunate game that one time. Oh God. Saw you. You're you're in the same boat. You'd hoop. Oh yeah, for yes. sure, for sure, for sure. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Um, moving down the list, Darius asks, "What's the nicest piece of clothing you've ever been gifted?" Oh. Damn. That's a good question. Mine is probably a T-shirt I got from my brother, which has Instagram superstar CZN Barak on it. Uh, he's a Turkish chef. And I just love that shirt so much. It fits me perfectly. It's fun. And like, if you know who he is, chances are he's appeared in your explore page. Mm. Just king of the kitchen. He is. How about you, Saul? I'm trying to think. Um... But thank you. Like every piece of clothing I've been gifted is a gem in itself. And I'm oh, so for sure. But that's that's the first one that came to mind. And mm. I was like, oh, I got to talk about that. My brother yeah. also got me a fight milk jacket from Ollie's son. <laughs> in the they second fight milk jackets? In the second episode, they talked about fight milk. They had fight milk track jackets on. Oh, and, my God. Um, they, my brother found a website. It wasn't even officially through Always Sunny, but they made them. And he got me one for Christmas. Um, a third one, I got this from my parents. It's from okay. an obscure tv show i believe it's australian it's called prisoner cell block h it was i think it came out in like the late 70s early 80s and ran for like 700 episodes it's insane discography not discography insane amount of episodes but (laughs) the show is fire like it's about a prison in australia it's a women's prison and it's just about all the ladies inside. It's like a precursor to Orange is the New Black, kind of. Okay. Okay. But That's what I was going to yeah, remark it's, on. It's fire. And I have a t-shirt from it. And it's a super weird fit. It's like a super wide, deep neck, like a U-neck. Okay. But it's a men's cut. Um, oh. It's really interesting. I actually have a picture on my Instagram in it, but you can't tell what the shirt is. It's me running okay. through a... a field in austria frolicking through a field in austria as you do as i do yes but yeah i've been gifted some 
fire closed by my family. Shout out to the Hogabooms. God, I got to think about mine. My mom is a very, very fashionable woman. Um, So I'm just trying to think through what she has gotten me. And I've narrowed it down to two picks. Uh, My mom got me two years ago a Acne Studios overcoat, um, which is Mm. awesome. And I wish I could wear it more, but it's like it's wool and it's always raining at school. And so if I wear it, it stinks. Oh, Um, yeah. And I just don't want to destroy it. Yeah, Um, such a nice piece. Yeah. Um, So there's that. And then she also got me a – oh, God, I'm blanking. Hold on. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Wow. All right. Uh, Addition to the pod, Leopold, my dog, has just appeared in my room. Um, Hi, Leo. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) I didn't see him come in. Uh, Apparently. And he is making himself uh, comfortable on his, like, dog bed. Um, sorry about that. Completely rocked by my dog, uh, staring at me for 30 seconds while he tried to figure out who I was talking to. Um, so it's gotta be the God (laughs) acne studios, um, overcoat or, um, a Sandro leather jacket, which is, uh, half leather and half, um, uh, suede. It's really cool. It's like a composite leather. It's really cool. Mm. Nice. Solid, solid gifts. That was a good question. Thank you, Darius. Thank you also to all the people who've ever gifted us some some sick garms. Third question actually has to do with dogs. So maybe Leo can get in for a uh, guest, some guest vocals on this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, He asks if we, (laughs) Darius asks if we've ever tried dressing our dogs before. If so, Mm -hmm. what is your favorite dog fit? Saul, you start this one off. For sure. Uh, Leo has two sweat, or Leo has like eight sweaters. Uh, my mom and my grandmother keep buying him sweaters. Um, <laughs> but he is one that's his favorite. Um, it is a brown, green, and red, but it's mostly brown. They're like red and green threads in the brown um, sweater um, that he wears on his walks in the winter when it's a little bit chilly. Um, I was a very anti-dressing my dog, and then I dressed my dog because he was cold. He's a short hair, so he gets really, really cold. Um, and he seemed to enjoy it, and so now I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, so that's one. And then a second is a Ralph Lauren purple label uh, dog coat given to oh me my by gosh. none other than Rashid Silvera. It is Rashid, red. Rashid, you king. It is red. It has plaid on the inside. It has uh, gold buttons, um, and you can adjust the neck width. Uh, Leo likes it quite a bit, and I put his treats in the pocket when I walk him. That is adorable. Shout out to Rashid for such an excellent gift. Yeah. How's that not the nicest piece of clothing you've ever been gifted? Uh, Because it wasn't me. It was given to Leo. Okay. That's true. But it was through you. That's true. I mean – I'm giving you a gift for your birthday, and Joe is wrapping it. So would you say that Joe gave you the gift? That's true. That is true. Yes, I would. Thank you, Joe. (laughs) Not tall. (laughs) Just kidding. Shout out to Rashid. Rashid gave it to Leo. Saul's not involved. Saul's out of the equation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bystander. (laughs) Yes. My dog loves to wear clothes. Like Really? Rico adores it because he just likes he loves to be held he loves to be carried just really he loves to have human contact 
So oh. putting on clothes and wearing clothes is just part of the deal with him. Like oh. my favorite, my favorite Rico fits. Um, he has a cowboy hat with a heart <gasps> in it that my mom made. Oh. It's so cute. It's made out of like craft foam. Um, and it's got a sparkly heart on the front. I have pictures of it. It's great. Rico is a little cowboy of love when he wears it. And he has a bumblebee costume as well. That looks excellent. That, um, he has like a coat he wears when it's cold out and we take a walk. Mm -hmm. But I think one time it was in the wash or something. So Rico wore the bumblebee outfit in like the winter. It's like jumping through the snow in his in his bumblebee coat. Oh it my just, god! It was great. But yeah, Rico loves getting fits off. Rico nasty. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So shout out Rick. Uh, I would say come on the pod, but you know he's he's in my home right now, so he's oh. in a way he he's yeah. been on the pod this whole time. God, imagine my surprise when I looked down and there was a Dasha just sitting there. I didn't hear the door <laughs> open. I didn't hear him come in. Just. Just there, there. Just vibing. Yep. yep. <laughs> Straight up vibe. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Great so question. Next question, uh, I would assume, comes from a fan of the page, but not of the pod. Uh, Marius Public Freedom 01. That is M-A-R-I-U-S-P-U-B-L-I-C-F-R-E-E-D-O-M 01. You just asks, skipped like four questions. Oh, my God. I'm Let's sorry. Let's do that I one saw... first, though. Let's do that okay. one first. That is my bad. I am uh, thrown off my game. Let's just say that. Um, he asks, outfit reveal. Um, just rewind like half an hour or more probably. Yep. Rewind like 50 minutes at this point. You'll you'll get the fit check. But yeah, it's uh, uh, <laughs> Birkenstocks, Patagonia, Supreme, and a hat. I'm so sorry about that, John. My, uh, my oh, cursor is on that question. I see uh, that. Yeah, so I saw the blinking in my eyes because I have the attention span of a fly. Uh, decided to read that question. Oh, good thing. <laughs> that was a good question. Thank you. Uh, our next question comes from at it's mean mall four i t s m e a n m o l four. They ask, "What are the best Jordans?" This is a good question because mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of Jordans. My all-time favorite are the Carmine Jordan 6s. That's a shoe mm-hmm. that's like just spoken to me since since I first laid eyes on it. I love that shoe. Um, mm. Some honorable mentions. I love uh, the Royal Jordan 1. I have a pair of those I wear all the time. Mm-hmm. The Military Blue Jordan 4, the Thunder Jordan 4, or the Lightning Jordan 4, I believe. The yellow one, I think, is really cool. They're both cool, but the yellow one's cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, and a weird mention is it's a pair of Jordan Spizikes, which is a fusion shoe and they're black and yellow. And they were my first pair of Jordans and I, they, have a, they have a soft spot in my heart for them. Damn. That's a good list. I've read this more as like silhouettes. Um, oh, like what okay. are the, I, I wasn't sure though. I mean, the six is my favorite. Are, yeah. I was going to say the one, the four, the six and the shockingly, the 12, uh, are okay. my favorite Jordan. So I really nice show. I was going to say, I really hate Jordan silhouettes above like the 13. Um, well, that's, that's like a classic, like you like one through 14 and then everything after that is, I don't even like the 14s in all really honesty. the last shot. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Just not a fan. They're, they're a little bit like, 
don't know. It, it doesn't feel. I don't know. They're like they're too smooth. I don't know. I, I it feel feels that. like they forgot yeah. to to finish the shoe. Okay. Yeah, I think like the one, the four, and the six are like my big three. The six being number one, but the one is so wearable that I end up yeah. wearing the one most of the time. Honorable mention to the Spizike, just for <laughs> nostalgia reasons. Oh. Next question coming from a very good friend of the pod, uh, at by Nathan Bell. Uh, that is B-Y-N-A-T-H-A-N-B-E-L-L. Um, and he asks, your favorite piece of classical music? This is a good question because... I listen to classical music almost every day. Uh, mm-hmm. We play it a lot in my home. Mm-hmm. And I usually forget completely to uh, to check the names of the songs. Oh. So I don't actually have an answer. <laughs> oh, it's just kind of like ambient? Or yeah. Ambient? I don't know why I, think, I said it. Um like that okay so if i had to pick one i do have a couple that i like i know okay it's um by frederick chopin or chopin it is uh nocturne and me bemol major opus nine okay number two it's you'll know it if you hear it okay it's it's like a it's a it's a classic classical piece. How about you, Saul? Um, mine is, um, I guess it's more of like a symphony. It's not like a single piece. It is um, Antonio Vivaldi's The Four Seasons. Ah. Mm. But yeah, uh, if... it's just beautiful. I love it. To the listeners at home, despite me not being able to name too many classical pieces despite <laughs> listening to literally hours of classical every day because it's always on in my house mm-hmm. um go listen to some classical music like mm-hmm. it's so nice just to relax to study to focus to vibe out to let's hear some classical trap banger remixes like uh thomas jefferson type beat but nathan excellent question big friend of the pod been a supporter for the longest time moving down the list from a user very very cool instagram name lil hardwood floor <laughs> i love that it. is exactly how it sounds l-i-l hardwood floor no spaces if you were to go to a dinner at 11 in the morning what would you order damn, damn. Specifically a dinner. It's known it's like it's your it's your dinner of the day. Yeah. Um would it be a cop out to say breakfast for dinner? See, that's what I was thinking at first, but like with the timing of the day. Yeah. I feel eleven's like weird. Eleven's it's like brunch time. So mm-hmm. you go first. You go first. You do your yeah. thing. Um I wouldn't want anything too heavy because it mm-hmm. is eleven. Yeah, it's like um, that in between. Gosh, um, who, uh, maybe pho because it's kind of versatile, ah, okay. Um, and it's also a little bit fresh, and you have like uh, lemon, and you have, or I guess, sorry, lime, um, and you have like, um, it's mint leaves, right? I believe so, not yeah. positive, 
Um, but yeah, you have like a sprig of freshness. It's nice and hearty. Mm -hmm. Like it'll get you started for the day. Um, and if you had a smaller bowl of pho, you could probably not get like conked out. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't want to. Well, if it's dinner, maybe you want to go to sleep right after that. Maybe your sleep schedule's off and you're eating dinner at 11 in the morning. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Not wrong. Little hardwood floor is the only one who contains the secrets of this question. <laughs> See, I have two options. I was thinking okay. one, like, my mind went to breakfast for dinner because it was 11. Yeah. And I just went, like, straight into the to the barrel and said biscuits and gravy. Just oh, hearty, wow. intense food. I would literally be asleep half an hour after eating that. But I just want to know what, like, dude, biscuits and gravy are so good. But do you want to just end your day at eleven? <laughs> That's I think, like a lay in bed and moan. In this of case, in this case, I'm ending my day at eleven because I'm eating okay. dinner. Like it's, right. I don't know. But if I'm if I'm continuing <laughs> my day and actually giving myself good quality sustenance to get me through, who knows what interacting with people from on the pod. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go something light and something fresh. I'm going to do like a fruit plate and a nice garden salad, maybe with some mm. grilled chicken on it. Okay. And like maybe some iced tea, just oh. something, something clean, good, good fuel for the day. That Sweetened uh, or unsweetened iced tea? Unsweetened. Maybe some good lemon. Boy. No sugar. Good, good, good call. Sweet tea. No, no disrespect to sweet tea drinkers, but it's just not for me. The only time I think I can have sweet tea is if I'm having very, very, like, like flavorful barbecue, and you just need something oh, to like cut yeah. it. Yeah, you need. But that I sugar. can't, I can't drink that much. Like it just, like no, I it feels like it your teeth are like melting no. out of your head. Yep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I used to drink like the Arizonas and stuff during my mm -hmm. young lean phase, of course, which is still going on. But like right when I got into young lean okay. and they just like it leaves a coating on your teeth. It does. It's crazy how much sugar is in those things. Yeah. Oh, God. good question. Not though. look at those <laughs> nutrition facts. <laughs> no, please don't. It's like three servings <laughs> in one can. Yep. Um, oh, God. Maybe we'll have to do a dinner at 11 a.m. and just see what happens. Yeah. When I come visit, we can go rock out at 11 a.m. Yeah, we'll, we'll make a reservation. We'll make a dinner reservation at 11 and just see what's going on. Lil, Lil Rezzy? Lil Rezzy. Courtesy of Lil Hardwood Floor. <laughs> Moving down the list, um, now I have four questions in a row because the one Saul was supposed to ask got moved around. Blame but it's okay. My brain. It's okay, dude. <laughs> Uh, this comes from another cool Ooh. Instagram name, Mike Sees Ghosts. That's mm. M-I-K-E-S-E-E-S-G-H-O-S-T-S. -E -E -S -S. And Mike, who is seeing ghosts, also had time to ask us a question. That mm. question is, if you were a superhero, what powers would you have? I've put so much thought into this. Um, my explanation is very long-winded. John, would you like to answer this one first? Yeah, I think um, it'd probably just be always not breaking fits anymore. I don't know, <laughs> but I you take I take pride in the fits I break at the same time. Maybe it'd be okay. like low ball powers. 
Ungrailed <laughs> uh, and vestiaire. Get some A tier Johns for cheap. But at the same time, I don't want to. It doesn't hurt the seller. Like they aren't losing a ton of money. I'm yeah. a man of the people. I want everyone to come out okay. It's a good question, though. Very good question. Actually, like flying would be so cool. Probably flying. How about okay. you, Saul? Um, so I've put a ton of thought into this question. I can um, tell. The superpower that I would go with is every morning I would wake up and a little genie would appear. Um, think What's like... Um, um, Rick. Sure. Why not? Rick the genie. Um, he pops out and um, he floats above me. This is every morning, so I have to wake up. So past midnight, and I have to fall asleep for this to activate. But um, I wake up, the genie is there, and he asks me my wish for the day. I get one wish every morning, and at midnight every night it expires and goes away. Um, all of the effects that I have, um, you know, be- like say I wished for a million dollars, that million dollars would disappear. Um, I could spend it, you know, in whatever way that I wanted, but would disappear at the end of the 24 hours. Um, Yeah, I I would like to have the ability to like cycle through superpowers. I think I'm too uh, like ADD to pick one. (laughs) That's really (laughs) interesting. Yeah, you could really do whatever you want. That's a great pick. Thank you. Shout out to Rick the Genie. Come on the pod. (laughs) I'll ask him. That'll be one of my wishes. Will you come on the pod? It's a Tuesday and we don't have a guest lined up. <laughs> yeah, that would Good be Good question, though. Mike. Mm-hmm. Took a break from seeing ghosts to ask Pair of Kings a question. Yeah. Maybe now that's we have, a superpower. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> we have two questions in a row from our good friend Musty. That's mm. M-U-S-T-Y-B dot T-C-H. Who knows what that spells on Instagram. <laughs> uh, good friend of the pod. And they've asked us two questions. Number one, what is your most surprisingly successful lowball attempt? You may have talked about yours during the fit check. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that would be my most successful one. Um, surprisingly successful, though. Oh, like, uh, like you I DM'd them so. um, with a price that wasn't even allowed by Grail. Yeah. yeah. And it um, got accepted. I've done that a couple of times, though, not super ashamedly. Like, um, I am a, uh, notorious low baller. Um, I'm sorry to any sellers who have dealt with me. I've been very respectful, but I've just, you start off low. Yeah. Uh, it's in my, my Jewish heritage. You you know, (laughs) no comment. You know, your market. I just don't want to say anything on that because I don't know it. I'm not Jewish. I don't know it. Yeah. Jews love to haggle. Oh, <laughs> <It's Johnny Spots. laughs> Politically correct, John. I don't want to say anything mean. Uh, I, yeah. I, I don't want to say anything I don't have the right to say. Yeah. I, I, I respect it very much. Thank you. Shout out to all and any Jewish listeners of the podcast. The tribe. So my most surprisingly successful lowball attempt is in retrospect because I got a pair of milk crate blazers for a hundred dollars. Yeah. So I think it's just that it, because they were listed at 200 and it was or best offer. I shot in with a 100, which is still 50% off. That's great. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And then it ended up being, I mean, at the time it was market price, but then it ended up going, going a little crazy on us. Uh, but yeah, I got those for a spectacular price and I hope to pass on that low ball to someone else someday, whether it be with a different pair of shoes or something. I want to give someone uh, a sick John at a crazy good price. But that's a good question. Thank you. Thank you, Musty. Um, Additionally, Musty asks, what is one style or trend you wish was back or still in style? Flared pants. Yeah, flared pants, bell bottoms. They're starting. They're like, their head has peaked around the corner. They aren't, they aren't mm. into the road yet, but they, uh, they've they seen it, and they like what they see, Yeah, and they're coming. So I think flared pants are definitely going to be the move in the next year. I cannot wait. They look good with anything, like any shoe, T-shirt, throw a, throw a blazer on top. You're going to look cool. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. But, yeah, that's that's mine as well. Good questions. Thank you. Great question. Next question, throwing it back to the days of early viral videos. What was this, 2014? Um, Somewhere around there. Instagram user at yegcap is dead. That is Y-E-G-K-A-P underscore I-S underscore dead. Asks, what did the fox say? Man. It said, get me off this Maison Kitsune shirt. (laughs) Please, God, get me out of Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> Got him. Shout out Nordstrom Rack, though. I love that. Yeah, Nordstrom Rack has crazy deals. Like, it's the Essence sale all year round, but mm-hmm. not on all the stuff Essence has. But they have, like, there's some really this, nice designer stuff for crazy cheap. There's this asshole at school who thinks he's hot shit, and he wears a Maison Kitsune sweater, like, 100 days out of the year. It? it does all over. And I just nice. I hate the brand. I hate it so much. Just because of that kid. Because of that kid, he's just such no an ass. Brand, but kid I is very I homophobic, problematic. Oh, yeah, I definitely have to hate them now because of you. Mm-hmm. Ugh, we do not gross. stand that kid. We do not. Don't come on the pod. Don't come on the pod. Um, next question. Apology. Exactly. No, I I wouldn't. No, I don't, I don't want him on. Okay. He's the worst. Redacted. Redacted. Uh, Instagram user at Chris Cross. Great name, by the way. Um, that yeah. is at C-H-R-I-S-S dot C-R-O-S-S-E-D. Um, Super cool name. I did say both S's in Chris, right? Yeah, you did. Okay, perfect. Um, Chris. He, I'm assuming, asks, favorite era of fashion? This is a good question. And it's kind of hard just to pick one. I think for me, it's the 70s just because of the exploration in fashion and the the sense of freedom that surrounded it. And it was kind of like the foundation for evolution throughout fashion. Like, of course, uh, there was different styles and stuff before that. But I think the 70s really started or sparked the uh, super expressive fashion that we see even through today Mm. and flared pants were a huge thing it's a big flared pants episode yeah how about you Saul? Ooh, um 
I think it's the 50s US, um, like the suit trends where they have the super oh. wide and boxy suits. Yeah. Um, with like shoulder pads where people just look like linebackers, even though they're just wearing like <laughs> suits. I don't know. I just I find it really cool. Um, it was very distinct. Um, and I don't think it's quite come back in fashion yet. I know it's been mm-hmm. quoted by redacted Gosha. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to see those like weird, super big shoulders and like very, very boxy suits come back. Nice. Yeah, I, I'd be here for it for sure. Suits fit too tight nowadays. Yeah, I don't mind a slim fit suit, but neither do I. But I think there's no. Um, it's it's all that right now. Like there's yeah, no yeah. there's no sure. other side of the suit spectrum at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good question though. That's uh, that's one I don't think we've talked about yet. Just mm-hmm. specific era of fashion. We asked Rashid about it, but we haven't talked about it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving down the list, coming from Instagram user Lil Rhodes R H O D E S. They just included a leg emoji and a I question think it was mark. The bionic leg emoji as well. I'm not sure if it was. Oh God. Regardless, yeah. leg. Leg. Or pro leg podcast for sure. We are pro leg. Yeah, definitely. So thank you, Lil Rhodes. Um, <laughs> shout out to all the legs out there. Yeah, keep, keep on doing walking. what you're doing. Love your work. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Hopefully, ours will get stronger because we've been doing our jump training. Hopefully, we can mm-hmm. dunk with ours soon. Coming up next is another question from Chris Cross. That's C-H-R-I-S-S dot C-R-O-S-S-E-D. Worst nightmare. I'm going to make this one quick because I don't want to like dive too deep into this because I'm going to get scared. But mine are just – mine are more sad than – I mean I've had scary dreams. But the ones that stick with me are sad. Like I had one where I just built – it was this – this dog, it kind of reminded me of KK Slider from Animal Crossing. From Animal Crossing, and the dog was like, I felt like I was in the stream for years. Like I got to know this dog so well. I'm pretty sure it could talk. And then I just remember us getting separated at the end, and the dog said, "I'll see you again someday." Hasn't happened yet because it wasn't exactly KK Slider; it's a different dog. And I woke up crying, and that one always stuck with me. Damn! So shout out to that dog. Shout out KK Slider Dog. Yeah, from my dreams. I have very vivid dreams that are pretty normal. Like nothing crazy happens, but like one thing will be out of the ordinary. And that time it was, I got, I had that dog friend. How about you, Saul? What's your worst nightmare? Um, I've got two. One is getting Alzheimer's. Um, not necessarily because I would be aware of it, but because I think it'd be really hard for people around you and for the people that you love to to watch you go through that. Um, I'm genuinely terrified of that. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. um, second is hurting Leo in any way or losing him. Um, I often have nightmares about like accidentally hurting him or losing him or um him passing kind of before his time those are really upsetting Aww. um 
Yeah, and then a third would be any one of my friends or family um, getting really sick, you know, with something mm-hmm. like cancer or anything like that. Um, yeah. Well, we took this question in very different ways. Yep. But those are always interesting when we do because, well, now I'm sad after, after <laughs> that, but I'm glad we got to experience the emotional range that we did on that question. Yeah. The As Pair of I. Kings – you know, we we're bringing it, whether it's happy or sad, the podcast is happening. Yeah. But thank uh, you, Chris, for two excellent yeah. questions. <laughs> Sheesh, uh, that got heavy. That did get heavy. Let's <laughs> uh, let's lighten it up with this next question, coming from Instagram user Oscar, and then f- I believe it's four underscores. I couldn't quite tell on Instagram, but just like measuring it out. Typing, I believe it's four underscores. Um, and Oscar asks, are you absolute units or short kings? This is a good question. Um, so Saul and I are both people of stature, I would say. Uh, I am four foot 29. If, you, if you'd like to do the math on that and figure out how tall that is, be my guest. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm four feet, 29 inches tall. Saul, how about you? Uh, I am four feet, 27 inches tall. There you go. So, uh, yeah. It's up to the, <laughs> up to the quite, folks at home. What else do you have to say about that? To decide if we are absolute units or short kings. But shout out. <sighs> I mean, for me, height is just, it's genetics. Like, you can't control that. So, mm. shout out to all of our friends of all different heights. All, all shapes and sizes, whatever yes. you may be. Yeah. We love you yeah. all the same. Yeah, beyond height alone. Shout out to everyone of every stature. But good question, Oscar, because sometimes we're just a voice because we've. I don't think we've actually ever posted like a picture of – well, we had like one that was Photoshopped us in the mirror at my job. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I don't think we've ever really posted pictures of us on the Instagram Um yeah, we uh, we're both a uh, a height. <laughs> yeah. Good question, though. Yeah, I, good question. Um, the two more, two more questions. Yeah. Our second to last question so, comes from the esteemed law firm of Cordell and Cordell. Shout out, Cole. C O R D E L L A N D C O R D E L L. He asks, really good question. Besides sustainability, what other positive directions can fashion move towards? For me, the big one is uh, social activism, Mm -hmm. which we've seen a lot of in the last couple of weeks, and it's been really good. Uh, Social activism, activism and inclusion in their in their own fashion houses, Mm -hmm. uh, diversifying and uh, making sure that they have a wide range of models, employees, etc., to to get that cultural insight from all people of all different backgrounds um that's very important because you can't just have one opinion on each each brand it's got to be from a from a wide variety of people Mm -hmm. i definitely agree um yeah i would basically say the same things i'd also just say um that the cases in which say negative or racist things coming out of fashion houses is 
not rare, uh, which is sort of sad to see. It's kind of alarmingly um, high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd really like to see these companies um, be better um, mm. in general um, about kind of getting rid of those who are prejudiced or are racist or, you know, are. Absolutely. Are yeah. Action needs not, to be taken. Just, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, just no more empty platitudes. Just uh, do something. Absolutely. Yeah. But good question, Cole. Good friend of ours from Dead Stock Report. Last question. Yeah. Uh, God, 26. Saved a John. great one. Great one for last. 28. 28. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. All through the alphabet plus two. Brain is fried. Um, so Instagram user at Avi. That is with 21 eyes. A-V and then 21 eyes. I think it's okay. 21. I was typing this after reading it on the on my phone screen. So mm. I'm pretty sure it was 21. My eyes bugged out like five times, but then I finally got all the way through it, and I'm pretty sure it was 21. <laughs> so I apologize if it's, if it's not. Uh, they ask, the hottest BTS member? Good question. Um, I got to go V for my pick. Mm. Yeah, I, I was looking at all the, the posters um, and action figures that I have on my walls. I have to go with RM. RM, it's also beautiful. Uh, shout out to BTS. Come on the pod. That'd be cool. Thought I had to sneeze. Didn't sneeze. I was wondering what that pause was. I was like, Big does Buzz. all think it wouldn't be cool if BTS no. came up? It would be super cool. Uh, please don't take me almost sneezing as an indication of uh, how much we want you on the pod. It'd be a huge honor. It would. Um, wow. A lot of, lot of meat and potatoes. Yeah. My goodness. We are at an hour and 30 and we still have the finishing segments coming up. Let's crank through them. Let's do it. Saul, you got any hot takes? Um, I don't think I do. Um, I've been really busy with school. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been taking chemistry. Um, I don't think I really have any sort of, um, hot takes this week. Yeah, mine are mine are pretty quiet too. Just keep doing what you can right now, folks. Yeah. Uh, donate to good causes and uh, support people who could use some help right now. Yeah, I like that a lot. I don't think and that's necessarily a hot take, but it not is a hot a take, take. But it's a good reminder, you know. Yeah, I mean, people are being reminded a lot, but it doesn't hurt to complete the circle and remind them on the pod. Another hot take is uh, let's get a crowdfund together and get Saul some WD-40 for his chair. Yeah, it's <laughs> – I'll see if – I can never make it creak when I want to. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. It's It's got personality. I like it. Yeah, I just feel bad for the listener's ears as there's a, a resounding a, screech. There's a parrot in your It's in Leo. Your room. Yeah, He's learning Leo's. parrot. Well – my dog Rico does actually squeak. Like he does these big. They're very interesting. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Shout out Rico. Shout out Rico. But yeah, that's uh, hot takes for the week. Saul, you know what time it is. Yes, time I do. Your favorite segment of the week. Yes, Song sir. of the week. What do we got, buddy? Um, I have uh, continuing my trend of only suggesting uh, 
female artist. This is a group, so maybe it's not an individual. However, uh, my song of the week is On the Sea by Beach House. Um, nice. It is very reminiscent of being on the, the ocean. I don't know quite how to describe it. It just sounds like something you'd listen to while like sailing um, and like, I don't know, falling in love with somebody on a ship. It's a beautiful description. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, John? Uh, my pick for this week is a beautiful song from the group Vallis Alps. Uh, it's the song Reprieve, and it just gives me some good, good memories um, listening to it on a balcony of a hotel in Austria with my friend Adam as we were eating kiwis. Ah. Just vibing out to some Dallas Alps, just having a ball. So, you know, if you haven't listened to that song, listen to it and put yourself in that in that spot. Looking at some mountains on a balcony in Austria, eating a delicious kiwi. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you're allergic to kiwis, then pick a different fruit. I don't know you but, could be allergic to kiwis in particular. I think you can be allergic to just about anything in particular. Yeah. I'm yeah, not sure, though. Sure. I mean, my... My knowledge of allergies does not go too deep. I'm just allergic to the haters, so. <laughs> and pollen. I've been sneezing a lot these last couple of weeks. But yeah, uh, folks, if you want to listen to those songs and many, many more from ourselves and our guests, uh, you can check out the playlist Pair of Kings by Saul Thompson on mm-hmm. Spotify. Uh, additionally, you can check out the playlist Pair of Kings Favorite Songs, which is just songs that Saul and I have been listening to throughout the week that aren't necessarily our song of the week, but that we've been really enjoying and wanted to make available for the kings and queens at home to listen to as well. Absolutely. Um, this would also be a good time to plug our Discord channel. If you have made it to this point oh, in the podcast and you would do like, listen. Yeah. Uh, if you would like a nice community, of like-minded individuals uh, who like having fun and like talking about fashion. Uh, we've had some very fun conversations. Yeah, um, it's been a blast. Hit, hit John and I up. Um, simply slide into the DMs and tell us um, your favorite episode or a guest that you liked. Really anything that shows us that you've listened to a single episode of the podcast. We just want to hear that you heard it. <laughs> more than hey, willing to shoot you the link. <laughs> you think of us as more than just a meme page. Yeah. Which we do uh, love making the memes, but you know, we've got a podcast too. I make it a memes. I recorded a podcast. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Heading into our penultimate segment, um, suggested by a dear friend of the pod, uh, very early on uh, fan, uh, Sebastian. Um, it is the Jack, which is the whack release of the week, and the Ace, which is the one that graced our feeds. Hey, John, can I get your Jack and Ace? You absolutely can, Saul. Um, for me, I don't know if I quite have a Jack this week. Um, hmm. You know, oh, I see a lot of lot of solid releases, despite you hating the Adidas Climacool Vento, which is releasing on Wednesday, mm-hmm. June 17th, birthday of Kendrick Lamar, Venus Williams, and John Hogaboom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my... My ace of the week is a pair of Nike Blazers. It is the Blazer Mid-77 in the snakeskin swoosh colorway. The outer swoosh is blue and the inner swoosh is red. 
pretty cool. cool. Saul, how about you? I was going to make a joke about you giving the Jack a week off. Ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> yeah, so one of my Jacks is the Climacool. I hate that shoe. Um, and my other Jack is the Ultra Boost um, 20 in the silver metallic colorway. I just uh, think it, okay. it looks weird and the boost isn't colored all the way through with the silver. Um, so it rubs off and you've got like, it. you know, it looks like you colored it in with a gold Sharpie. Just won't look good um yeah i don't know it looks like a lazy show it does um i'm not a fan in the slightest however my ace of the week is the undercover um collab with adu dress shoes and it is called i think it's bordeaux the bordeaux um, colorway yeah yeah um so th- there's multiple colorways there's black and bordeaux um but they are crazy they have this huge thick platform sole they have like a gold toe cap they're so um, sick it's really cool um they are fourteen hundred dollars um please give me free shoes classics please. please that'd be awesome we please. would not resell them we'd actually wear them i'd rock the hell out of them oh my gosh awesome. yeah, i'd wear those like i love metal toe caps as we all know, because I fiend over the the RAF boots all the time. But it's a great addition to shoes that is super slept on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's my pick. They're I don't know. They're they're crazy. I don't really have, they have a for them. they have a crepe sole as well, like do a natural. They? Yeah, oh, they do. Underneath, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, underneath the thick midsole is a crepe outsole. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, let's hope they go on sale. Um, God, Essence sell next year? Anyone? They're already selling out, which is the crazy thing. Ah, um, that's sad. They do have them in my size, so uh, undercover. If you'd like to collab, just uh, shoot me. You know, sixteen hundred dollars. I will pick up your shoes and talk about them every single week until I die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably do the same thing. <laughs> those are great. Yeah, those <sighs> are really great. That's my. Yeah. Also, I'll add that. I'll tack that on as my ace number two of the week. Got a pair of bases. Sounds good. Happy to have you. <laughs> and shout out to our good friend Sebastian for yeah. this segment because it would not exist without him. For sure. Thank you so much. Uh, I was going to say Seb, but I don't know if people call you Seb. Sebastian. I don't know the, the nickname culture in Germany. Let us know mm. if you have any nicknames, King. <laughs> nicknames. Come on the pod. <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but heading into our last segment of the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we have guest of the week, which is somebody that we would like to see come on the pod, somebody who we are maybe a fan of or just want to have a chance to talk to. Um, John, do you have a guest of the week? I do. Um, gosh. Well, I did. I seem to have forgotten my guest of the week. Okay. <laughs> You go first. I'll remember mine. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, my guest of the week um, is our, I don't know what the term is, Daft Punk. Um, oh. They don't really do interviews, um, but I am a gigantic fan of their music. Um, I really want to see them before I die. Um, what if you found would- out Daft Punk was just the chain smokers in costume? <laughs> what would you do you'd see the raddest front flip off of the empire state building you've ever seen in your life 
that'd be that'd be a tough uh, one. That would be a tough one. Uh, yeah, that is my guest of the week. Um, they've both had music careers outside of Daft Punk, um, which is really really cool. I believe it was yeah, LMFAO. No, um, <laughs> Thomas uh, or Thomas um, was a part of um, uh, Stardust. Um, who I think made the music, uh, music sounds better with you, which is like one of the most classic house tracks of all time. Um, it's, it's amazing. If you don't know that song, go listen to it. It's super catchy and it is also in Grand Theft Auto. So you've probably heard it and just been like, oh, this is cool. And then you're going to hear it and be like, oh my God, this is incredible. Yeah. Very nice. You ready for the, you ready for mine? I yeah, couldn't remember who it was going to be, so I'm, I'm phoning it in, which is kind of a disrespect to this person, but I think they're great. Dirk Nowitzki. Ah! Come on the Dirk. pod, Dirk. Uh, love to get to talk to you. I don't know if you're a huge fashion guy, but you've clearly gotten some some big fits off. He's got some great boxy suit outfits throughout the years. Uh, spectacular basketball player as well. So, Dirk... If you're listening, I apologize, first of all, for, for not making you my main guest of the week, but come on the pod. For sure. John. So, it's been a long one tonight. It has. It's been a bit of a marathon. We are, Saul and I have been recording for an hour and 50 minutes. This pod won't be quite that long, but whew, it's been a doozy. It's been a good one, though. Thank you so much to everyone who's asked us all these amazing questions and who have stuck with us through an hour and 40-plus minutes of goofy banter. Mm-hmm. Um, to anybody listening, um, if you'd like to chat, talk, join the Discord, listen to music, talk about John's, send memes, I don't know, um, give us out. a kiss on the cheek, Um destroy people's sheets with indigo jeans which i have done twice to my own (laughs) bed um (laughs) uh wear cowboy hats in fashionable ways doodle whatever it may be hit us up uh we love talking to you guys it really means the world to us when we get the chance to talk to you any of you um it's really and truly an honor to know that we have people who listen to us every week like it it, it still hasn't set in Um, no not at all we are. I don't think I will ever get used to it. No, uh, it's it's a huge honor, and we're so thankful that we have found people who like the platform we have and who want to listen to Pair of Kings. Mm-hmm. But um, again, if you'd like to chat, whatever it may be, uh, we love talking. So just shoot us a DM at Pair of Kings Pod on Instagram. You can email us at Pair of Kings Pod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Pair of Kings Pod. Um, Discord link will be sent out if you DM us. Um, I think that's all of our socials, John. I think that's it. But, yeah. folks, it's been a blast recording tonight. And, Saul, would you like to take us out? Absolutely. Uh, as always, I'm Saul Thompson, joined by John Hogaboom. and together we are pair of kings podcast where we are bringing you business as usual tomfoolery as planned have a great tuesday everyone have a great tuesday (laughs) i don't want to cut you (laughs) off